And you know, us sports moms have something to say. Yes, we do. We'll have a chance to interview across the board from athletes to the parents, to the coaches, to even the trainers. And we're not afraid to share our journey. We're not afraid to tell other moms what we went through in order to raise up a student athlete. So I believe that it's inspirational. We able to tell our story, the good and the bad. Yeah. We can give back positive information. Absolutely. You know, we can empower them. Yes. I think it's time for the mothers to be a voice. Yes. yes. That's it. Yes. It's time for us to to let you know what's going on. Texas Black Sports Hall of Fame inductee tonight. And it's an honor just to be here to see all our wonderful black people and we're here to celebrate them. These are all the wonderful people that they are honored here and can we talk sports just we just had to be here to help celebrate these awesome men and women who have played the wonderful game of sports. So come on. About 250 of the 298 for the Texas Black Sports Hall of Fame inductees over the past 24 years. And 24 years is very important because we are anxiously preparing for next year for our 25th uh, anniversary. And we're going to promise you it's going to be big. Not to say that it's big this year, because we've got nine of the uh, finest sports figures uh, in Texas. And we're going to uh, talk with them just a little bit and things, and so they can get to know them a little bit. And then, of course, they will be inducted tomorrow at the uh, Texas Black Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, I feel like I played on at least two of the best, I won't say three, I'd say two of the best teams in the history of the game. Because talent-wise, from top to bottom, yeah. we were hard to deal with in 92 and 93. And you sure were. I, I remember those teams well. And you were right there, you were right there contributing uh, uh, with them. I remember the, the, the game against the Giants last game of the season where who, who, Emmett, Emmett, what? <laughs> <laughs> just like on the mic, just. That's the game where Emmett Smith uh, 
uh, almost carried, could carry the team with a broken collarbone, but you had a big game defensively in that game as well. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember saying it still. Okay. No, I, 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 <laughs> I, I do. I, I, that was a game where I had a lot of tackles. I think I had like 20 some tackles wow. that game. That wasn't a good thing for a safety. No, that, because that means all our, yeah, Russ. <laughs> I don't know what Russell was doing up front there. I was making all the tackles. Um,
Uh, <laughs> the first ladies team that I played for in Louisiana Tech, we were the first ones to win the NCAA championship. I think a professional and their first child was named Cameron. Oh wow. Yeah. And yeah. you named her and name after that. That's why we come up with the name Cameron. Oh just awesome. like the picture cameras. Yeah. Yes. Awesome, yeah. awesome. So uh how do you feel about your daughter being inducted tonight? Oh, I think it's big time honor. I tell you, it's uh it's awesome. I mean it's just a dream come through and uh uh, and you just you just feel good as a parent. You feel good inside, and uh, uh, and you just uh, just thank God. Yeah. To God be all the glory, and to God be all the praise. Amen. Amen. Yes. So you think hard work pay off? Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Can't do it without hard work. Can't do it without putting in the time, the hard work, staying focused, and uh, so it all it all started pretty much with my mom who was uh pretty much my hero and everything and uh so she just uh kind of taught us early established our uh, our, uh, our, our spiritual foundation so to speak mm -hmm. just let us know you know so i had a lot of uh male mentorship and uh and uh and just my mom just say hey look you gotta gotta put work in time in and uh, it'll pay off. It'll pay off. Yeah. So, um, Cameron, she played 
volleyball? She played volleyball, basketball, and did track. Oh, so wow. So Cameron was pretty much, uh, I can tell she's pretty much quite an athlete. I did all those sports too as well. And I kind of knew maybe she kind of had uh, had some uh, 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 that type of talent too as, as, as well. And, and like I say, she just turned out that her love was more for volleyball. But she was just as good, if not better, in basketball. I think yeah. I saw that her height was 5'4". Right, right. And so I was like, okay, usually volleyball players are really taller. Exactly. So she was shorter. So that helped gave her that leeway to be able to get all all the way across, all around the, on the right, floor. Right, exactly. As a matter of fact, her height, her height is pretty much uh, uh, a little story, kind of like when she was going over from public, uh, from private school to public school, and was uh, and the uh, head basketball coach, which the team later won one state. And I was coming to oh, well, Cameron's coming over next year, your daughter. So she was looking at my height, and she was like, oh, man, we finally got a center, you know, that he's doing. And I said, Coach, sorry, my daughter's only about 5'4", five, 5'5". Five, five. She said, she don't have your height. So but thing about that position and then about Cameron's height, Cameron being a defensive uh, specialist, uh, uh, which they call a DS, and being a libero playing on the back row, uh, Cameron used all that uh, uh, just to uh, pretty much dig balls because that's what the libero and DS did. She had a great hand and eye coordination, which means that she had a great first step to be able to go, you know, pretty much toward the ball. So when they spiked, Cameron was extremely good at getting from one position to the other. Wow. Yeah, one wow. place to the other. She can go from point A to point B. And, uh, you know, kind of in a quick of an eye, you know. So would you recommend uh, volleyball to other parents as far as being oh. a sport to go to college and getting your education? I do. I do. I agree. I think volleyball is a, is a great sport. Matter of fact, before my daughter played it, I watched it but didn't pay a lot of attention to it. So obviously after she started playing it, and uh, became very good in it. Uh, then I, I, I pretty much like her. I fell in love with uh, volleyball too. I uh, and uh, just seeing the girls play, uh, you know, at their front net, the back row. So I learned a lot about the game. Fell in love, and I watch it even now today. Really? Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I'm confused about the rotation oh, and they yeah. move. On. <laughs> but, yeah, right. But right, uh, right. It, it's very loud. I went to my niece's game, and it, it, oh. the people were just screaming. I said, "This place is crunk oh, up here." Okay. <laughs> what do you mean, play? She playing in the front uh, at the net or the back court? I think she play at the net. Uh, okay. She's tall. Okay. She's oh tall. yeah. Her is tall, so she's she does a lot probably of a right side hitter. Or left side hitter, or she's a middle. She don't hitter. want them sides. Oh, okay. She want a middle. See, I told you. I know. I learned about the game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. She's either left or right side hitter. Yeah. You want to spike them balls. Yeah. So what is uh, Cameron doing now? What is she gonna? Cameron really pretty much working in her field. She majored in psychology in school. So that's one of the things that she's been working about two years since she graduated. Uh -huh, working in the field. But here's what people don't know this. 
and I don't think it even mentioned it in her profile or bio. Cameron really legitimate should be in this year's 2020 Olympics in Tokyo. We, uh, we saw that. Matter of fact, twice Cameron had the opportunity to go to Colorado Springs and actually, uh, uh, and actually try out for the national team. She had a chance to make the, the, uh, the pretty much the national team and if you pretty much make the national team, then you go to California and train. And, uh, and then, because most of the time, they pick the, the USA volleyball players from that national uh, team. So she had a chance to make the national team and go to Colorado Springs. And then she ended up, got distracted twice, one, one year right after another, even after she was making all conference and, and doing, doing all that. But legitimately, we had pegged along uh, her career path. Everything had pretty much came through. God had blessed it where everything came to pass, uh, except for that thing where she didn't go to, yeah, take advantage of the opportunity to go to Colorado Springs. Yeah. So what's one thing that you would like to share with other parents about your, your journey of uh, raising up a student athlete? I would say uh, you try to pretty much uh, you probably one thing I'm gonna say because I'm a, I'm a believer as 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 God is my Lord and Savior Jesus is my Lord and Savior you want to always like my mom did always try to sow into me by uh, the word the word of God taking them to church because the word says uh, train up a child and so forth and everything. And it also said that he is the way, the truth, and the life. So that being number one, and the fact by just being focused, uh, pretty much keep them focused and keeping up with what they do, pretty much. From elementary to middle to high school, kids like their independence. They grow to come to have their independence. But I always let my daughter know, because when they're in elementary school, they tend to always, it's hard to leave them. They be crying, don't go, don't go. Then as they begin to get independent, they pretty much, well, they don't want their parents around. Right. Dad, I don't, you can let me out right here. I said, no, uh-uh, you stuck with me. You stuck in elementary, so I ain't letting you out around the corner. I'm sticking with you through elementary, I mean, through middle, high school, and all that. So you got to just keep a, keep a relationship and try to teach them. Hey, you guys, this is Karen. Karen Talk Sports, the number one sports talk show from the perspective of mom. And I am here at the Black Texas Sports House, and, and I am honored to have right here Mr. Jesse. Armstead, you guys, he played 11 years in the NFL. Come on now, tell me about yourself. Well, I tell you what, you just told a lot of things, but I'm here, I'm from Dallas. Uh, born and raised in uh, Dallas, three-time All-American, uh, first one uh, ever. And uh, I tell you what, I went to University of Miami and uh, played in uh, three national championships, one, two. Uh, fortunate to be with the New York Football Giants and uh, win two Super Bowls. Wow. What do you think about this night of being here and being honored among your own people? Oh, it, it is great. I mean, like, either 
just being here and, and be honored uh, being in the Hall of Fame with a lot of great guys and people of the past, you know. Mm, yeah, yeah. Hey, I saw that you might have been in a film. Yeah, it, it was a few, a few different films. Uh, they came out with Friday Night Lights first, and uh, they had a Carter playing against Odessa Permia, and nobody knew that team in the red. They just knew that team in the red won the game, and finally, uh, Greg Ellis came out um, with the movie uh, Carter High, and then after that, uh, ESPN came out with the 30 for 30, um, where you actually see the players and talk to them and, and, and know who they are. And it was a great opportunity to realize that the first team since 1950 to win a state championship in the state of Texas. Wow. And so you went to Carter High. Carter High. Carter High. Coach Freddie Jamie, the best coach you, you can ever play for. All right. So by playing 11 years, does that mean hard work paid off? Oh, absolutely. Hard work pay off no matter what the circumstance is. You got to make sure you get your education. Uh, when I was high school, I graduated in three years. Uh, I got to the University of Miami, graduated three years, criminal justice degree. And I tore my knee up, tore my shoulder up in college. They thought I'd never play football again. So you got to have your education. You got to sit up there and work hard no matter what the circumstances are. And I got an opportunity with the New York Football Giants, and they blessed me to be able to play for them. And I've been working for that organization for 25 years. So. Uh, they saw how hard I worked, and uh, I've been working for them ever since I left uh, the game of football. Wow, that is awesome. So it's, I think it's important that even if you can't play, you still are around the sport, and you still can do other things around the sport. And so you are a testament of that, you know, so I think that is great. And then the fact that you graduated college, that's one thing that we try to promote for moms uh, in sports, that the kids, even though they're going to get – uh, getting a scholarship, you want our kids to get an education. How important was it for you to get that degree? It was really important. People tell you all the time about getting your education and everything like that, and I was always the greatest athlete you wanted to see. But one day on the football field, I tore my right knee up so bad that doctors said that they hadn't seen nothing like that. I came back the following year and tore my right shoulder up. So my whole right side been totally reconstructed. Everybody kind of gave up, so I still had my degree to hold on to say I still can do other things in life, you know. Uh, I, w I always wanted to play football, but I had to have that piece of paper. And that's what you, you want every kid to go out there and get that paper because in the long term in life, life, you need that. Well, you guys, you heard it right here. My man. Jester Olmstead, Carter High School, New York football giant, and the U, all right? The U? No, the Soto U. We the Soto U, but you Miami U. We, we took it from y'all. The Soto U, baby. That's us. All right. All right. All right. Thank, thank you, very you much. so much. Yeah, I right. appreciate, appreciate you. being here today so I had to sit down with you and just pick your brains and tell me about how you guys started well there was a need we had athletes who were excellent athletes brilliant athletes and some of them were not being recognized and then there were a lot of who recognized but a lot of people didn't know about them so we wanted to chronicle and record the achievement of these athletes and coaches as I got started. And I had several older fellows who had been involved with the PBIL League, Preview League, 
and uh, one guy who had a newspaper here who played with the, in the Negro League Baseball. So I just gathered them up and told them what I wanted to do, and they joined in and they've been working with me. Now I have a younger crowd of men who, when I initially started, a group of older athletes, part of that Purview League, Houston Tillerson, went to Wiley and all of them. And they were very supportive. Wow. Wow, this is awesome. So how do you pick the people in the Hall of Fame? The public nominates. Mm. And there's a board of selection consisting of journalists, sportscasters, coaches, athletes, and a few past inductees. And they select athletes for the a player must have been retired for five years. There's no time limit on a coach. So a coach can retire the day before, and they would be eligible. So you're only doing it as far as people being professional sports or college? No, no. there were some people who had outstanding high school records. And uh, the requirement is they must have played in Texas or was born in Texas. Because at night, you know, there are some people inducted. They didn't play in Texas, but they were born in Texas. Or some of them went to college in Texas. So, so that's the connection. You got to either be a resident, be a native, or have played uh, sports or worked in Texas in sports. So tomorrow they get to wear this beautiful purple jacket. How did you come up with that color? Well, that's the color we picked out. <laughs> No reason. <laughs> this this looks good. Passion royalty. Yep. I mean, yep. <laughs> so tomorrow they get to put on right. the jacket. Yep. And they get to say a few words. We tell them got two minutes, but you know. But for the last several years, it's been pretty good. They've been pretty good at it. But back in the early days, boy, you had to almost take the mic from them. They were so excited. <laughs> but I was just telling someone that it is very interesting how humble these people are. For the last 23 years, we've had the same. We've never had egos and attitudes or drama with the inductee. They're very humble. And it seems to us, the ones who have the greatest reputation seem to be the most humble. I, I like the fact that they were reachable. You know, they didn't come in here with a lot of bodyguard and you had to be in a separate room and you well, could only crowd, see them through the glass. Have, but there are some whom we've tried to get, and you have those, so you got to get through agents and all kinds of stuff. So we said, okay, we extend the invitation, but we're not going to expend a lot of energy on that kind of foolishness. Right. Uh, and it's not just with us. Uh, there are one or two athletes we've been trying to get, and the Texas Sports Hall of Fame told us they had to work on them for years, and they tried to get them inducted, and some of them they finally got in, but. Uh, one of them had a very, very exorbitant appearance fee. We don't do that. We honor them. We give them that purple jacket as a medallion. We pay their hotel accommodation and their travel. That's it. That's all we got. So how can people uh, donate to the cause or give back to the museum? Go to the African American Museum website. It's aamdallas.org and you can pull up the Texas Black Sports Hall of Fame Texas Black Sports Hall of Fame website too 
and they'll give instructions on how to give. Thank you so much for allowing Can We Talk Sports to come. And I'm hoping this is the beginning of a relationship. We can come every year. you got to come back next year because it's not 25th. It's going to be great. It's a silver, very special. And they're going to talk about that tomorrow, too. Awesome. Well, I'm going to plan for them. I have my other ladies to come out, my other moms to come and help me with this. Uh, this is new for me, but I'm going to have everybody here, and we're going to be ready. Hopefully, we can be a sponsor. Great. Second weekend in February. So it's that time every year? Yes. Okay. Okay. Right. We're going to work towards it. So thank, thank you so you. much. Now, tell me. I didn't get your name. Harry. <laughs> we didn't even know Harry we are the amateur. <laughs> Harry Robinson Jr. Nice to meet you, Harry. Thank Robinson. you. Thank, thank you. you so much. Okay. Thank uh, you for coming oh, to see yeah. us. Right. And thank you. All right. Okay. <laughs>